1: Hey, hey, y'all. Oh. Hey, hey, all oh. This one is explicit.
0: Hello, Jess. Hi, Elsie. <laughs> so we're- excited we're in. We're in person face to face. We'll see how this recording actually comes out after. Oh, after I be this. closer to Yes, maybe you should move a little just okay. like I'll at least back. imagine. We'll see how this works out cuz this is the first time we're actually using this. I'm not as tall as you. <laughs> So that actually brings us into the conversation. I have to rest my boobies Uh, on the table. Oh my God. Should I take a picture? No need. No no need. 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 All right. So it's funny that you said that because we were just interviewed by Chuck Joyner from Mac Voices. And we, it was a, it's a video podcast, but then we were sitting side by side and he has to put the microphone, put it across. And he was saying how we had to change size because I was taller and that would be that yours. This way it wouldn't
2: look like I was eating the mic when he was (laughs) trying to talk to Elsie, that I wasn't eating on his elbow.
0: Yes, so we had to change positions. But, that, yeah. but that's actually, you know, we were having a conversation with him about um, the conversation from feedback that we got from a
2: male listener Well actually it started out not to interrupt. Yes, but it started it. out with him because once we told us once we told him what our show was about he started having all these questions in his head that he wanted to interview us about like all about women's issues and women in podcasting and is it sexist to think this or sexist to do that. And so he had a lot of interesting questions for
0: us. Yes. I thought. Yes. It was really good and he was really coming it from a completely different perspective which was even amazing. Which was trying
2: worse. hard not to offend us. Yeah. And, he was but, trying very hard not to offend us. And which it was really so good is not because necessary. yeah, but it it's so yeah. great
0: that he was so, he didn't know anything about it, so it yeah. was really new and kind of sure. exciting. So, one of the conversations that we had was based on the fact that we had some feedback that um, yeah. a, a male listener wanted to be part of the conversations that we have on the She Podcast Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And that he was sad that it was only in Facebook and that it was only women. Well, actually, I think he said only women. He said oh, only on up. Facebook. Let me look. Oh, my God. And so, anyway. Well, because
2: we need to, you know, for the sake of accuracy, for the I the sake of accuracy. Sure but what I, we are discussing is right. what he's worried about.
0: But I do believe it was mostly because it was a closed system on
2: Facebook, which I believe he does not use. And You're so, right. So, what he says, sorry to interrupt, no worries. What he says is, my only disappointment is that you host discussions, et cetera, on Facebook. Facebook is a closed system. Any yes. other approach would be appreciated. Exactly. Any other approach. Uh, so then. But see, it was ouch. She's kind of a famous dude, but we're not going to say who's because we're not into name dropping.
0: I know, we don't, we're not into. And so then I made me start to think about it, and what I said is like, he's not our target audience. And you agreed with me, right?
2: Yes. And you originally, said Originally, when we, originally when we got the email, we discussed it. Should we do something about it? And both of us were like, nah, we don't care if he listens or not. We're not going to change our whole business because. Exactly. Because dude X wants us to participate. Or, even if as
0: famous. Right. right. And so that's what it was. And I thought, yeah, that's true. Most of our listeners are on Facebook and they understand that. But then Chuck gave us something to think about because yeah. it was. Darn it. I know because we do have a lot more male listeners than I really thought, especially now that we're, you know, live at NMX, which mm-hmm. is where we're speaking about, mm-hmm. that we actually do have the dude, the, dudes, the dude factor is coming into play. I know, and they want <laughs> to participate in a really wonderful way. And then we appeal to them because it is refreshing. It's something they haven't heard of before. It's conversations they haven't heard of before. Mm-hmm. It's and they have opinions. And they have opinions, right?
2: As well. right? We all know a man. <laughs> oh my god, they have opinions, right, dudes? Oh my gosh. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but. <laughs> <laughs> so, but here's the thing. So how do we, oh, so we're asking you guys to give us feedback because this is so important. What should we do? Like you have ideas to to be inclusive. We're thinking Twitter, some Twitter stuff.
2: Well, you so you didn't like my, so my first no. suggestion was let's give them a test.
0: Oh yeah. That's right. We
2: will, we will test the men like a quiz and basically it's to see whether or not they're truly an avid listener or if they just wanna get in there and promote their crap. Mm. So we'll do like a in episode twenty five. What did Elsie say? Oh my god. Right? We'll do like a quiz, almost like they're, you know, taking the state standardization test, right? We'll quiz the Munchie Podcast or at least something something minimal to like just let us know that they're like a part of our community and then we'll let them in. Dude, what about this? Do you like that idea though? Well, Elsie? I kind of do we but test it, them. We have to test
0: them, but or is ladies. That just rude, kind no, of. no, no. But ladies. We don't test the women though. No, we don't. But wait. wait we don't wait, know wait. if they listen. You have to wait. wait okay, hold okay, on. I'm sorry. All right. So, okay. We get the emails. We ask, we have people that are calling us, not calling us on the phone, of course, That'd emailing awesome. us and saying, hey, I listen to She podcast." Or like, let's say the gentleman that we've met at NMX that said, oh my, I love your show. And then... Add them to the group Mm -hmm. physically because they've come up to us or they've sent us feedback about the show. I don't think we have to test them. Mm -hmm. I think it's different if somebody just requests to be added on Facebook because we have no connection. But if they send us a feedback and they said that they'd like to be part of the group, the only place that we ask is in the show. So if they listen to the show...
1: Ooh. Then automatically
0: they'll know that's the only process to Ooh, go.
2: Girl, you smart. See?
0: Because that way we don't mm. have to test them. They just
2: know that they're listening to the show. However, eventually that could get hairy only because, the, as you know, like when the group, when you're in one group, on the sidebar on the right, it says groups your friends are yes, in or other groups to join.
0: Right. But then they won't. But what I'm saying is, we won't let any guys in if they just request to be right. in the group. We will add them.
2: Right. We oh, will add I them. see. We'd have to friend them first. Yes, but yes.
0: We would add them.
2: It does add an element of administrative harassment. Uh, har- um, I don't think we're going to get droves. Hassle. Yeah. No, we're not going to get droves. It's yeah. true. I do If think we that did, that would deal. be a surprise. No, certainly. I know. It
0: would be. No, but that would totally be kind of, yeah. So what do you guys? Maybe
2: creepy. <laughs> if so there's ladies? a drove. A drove is a lot of people. <laughs> <I assume. laughs> it's like a plethora. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, just so you know, Elsie is drinking tequila neat, and I just had a pina colada. With... A shot of amaretto. Hello? Uh, with an accidental shot of amaretto because accidental. they don't know what the, her tequila brand is. Uh, no, we have to tell them. She goes, don't no think stuff. that's tequila. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'll take to- a sip, and I just happened to have an amaretto like two days ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's amaretto. Like, I'm an alcoholic, yeah, but- right? I take a sip and I'm like, that's amaretto. Like, I'm an expert. Like, I'm a bartender.
0: <laughs> no, but you have to see this. I don't even this, so- drink wait, hardly. hold on. So, Jess gets her pina colada and I get my my drink, whatever that was, right? And so I sit out. there well yeah it, and I take a little sip and I'm like I I I mean, I haven't drank it in so long. So then I'm like, I'm thinking, was tequila sweet?
2: Did I totally forget the taste of tequila? She hasn't, because she hasn't left the house in so long, people. That she doesn't know what tequila tastes like. That this. That but I this, used to drink tequila. Would you call yourself Hispanic way. or Latina? Latina. Thank you very that much. That this Latina beauty <laughs> does not even remember the taste of tequila. Exactly. She hasn't had it in so long.
0: And so when I drank it, I was like, usually I used to feel like poof, going up my nose and going like, oh, fire. Yeah. When I drank tequila. I when can I smell drank, it right, right now, when you talk. Great. Oh, great. Now I'm going to go back to work and I'll have tequila breath. (gasps) Do we have gum?
2: Somewhere. Anyway. Anyway,
0: so tequila breath. And what was I saying? Uh, (laughs) Oh, the amaretto. Amaretto. So I'm drinking and I thought, wow, this is really sweet. Wow, this went down really easy. Mm -hmm. This is not tequila. And then Jess goes, we have to get We have to have her change it. And then uh, before the lady comes, she grabs the tequila and she pours it inside
2: her. I mean, <laughs> in not my, tequila, but, the amaretto. It might be a I pour half of it in. Don't waste oh it. Be- <laughs> They're just going to throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine she comes back? It's only a little bit. This is not tequila. Can I have it? I mean, you could have just said I did a big shot of it by accident, thinking it was that's tequila. That's true. That's true. Because I could have totally done that. Yeah, but yeah, But I wasn't yeah, yeah. thinking I was going to. Could you imagine if I would
0: have done it as a shot? Then I, it would have been like, oh, that, was, was, so bit, no yeah, I, that no. was so not That was
2: so not So back to the issue at hand. Oh, yeah. So, Sorry. Bes- oh, so besides <laughs> testing them, another thing that we talked about with Chuck Joyner was. Because Twitter, see, in my head, visually, I like to think of us as like gathered together, like sheep in a herd, perhaps, <laughs> in the Facebook oh community. God. But you can't really do that on Twitter. There's no, no. gathering of t- people on Twitter. It's all very okay. random. So then, the, so then, it was suggested Google Plus, which, by the way, is not typically a women's forum. No, it's not. T- tons of sausages on the Google Plus. But la- hello, Miss Lynette. Young,
0: young, yes,
2: Lynette Young, yes. Yeah, she's a Google Plus speaker and expert, and she started uh, Women of Google Plus. Hey, Lynette, Lynette, are you there? She listens. Lynette, are you there? Maybe we could just
1: near her and. Hey, you know
0: what we could do? We could call this episode, Lynette. Are you there? But (laughs) (laughs) no, but maybe she could advise us. Maybe we can have her advise us about that. Because what do you guys? What do you think, Lynette? Should we have a Google group? Mm-hmm. That it is that a she include, podcast include group that the be dude. inclusive. Yes, that I include in, inclusive. Let's call the this
2: episode Include the Dude because it rhymes. <gasps> That's great. And it's good. And
0: that'll be great because okay. then I don't have to email you for a name
2: for a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so. Which, by the way, you guys don't know that happens every week. Is <laughs> she emails me with the possibility of a title with a hundred words in it. <laughs> Every time I'm just like, why don't you just say hot dogs and soda? I know. He's like, perfect. I know. That's always like, do you think we should eat the hot dog on the bun? Or should I we know. have the soda with the ice? hot dogs and soda? Oh, That's the okay. title. That's great. Stop That's that. perfect. Yeah. I did
0: not miss it. Yeah. So we can tell them so I'm hungry. Was, yes, I know. Right. <laughs> I'm not actually very hungry. No, because but I'm
2: talking about hot dogs,
0: That's but oh, I'm so talking about men. That's why I brought that up. Oh my God. No, Sorry. you did not Sorry. say that. I Jesus. So you're
2: going to edit that out.
0: No, Okay. but I'm not editing. So, That was funny. I brought that up, and then I just thought, it just made us think that, the first thing I thought was, like, asking you guys. So you that are listening that are part of the She Podcast community on Facebook, we really would love your voices. Even if you completely disagree, even if you kind of think, like, oh, my God, that's the scariest thing I've ever heard because it's without the guys. Mm
2: -hmm. I don't know. So try and remember, first of all, that... um we don't really man bash, and I don't want to necessarily hear feedback if you're going to do that. However, I know there are concerns about having men interface in our group simply because it's a comfortable place to post your questions simply because no one in there is aggressive, overly salesy, or, you know, most people are compassionate about giving answers. But you know what, Elsie, I also realized, I didn't ask you, how do you feel about using Google Plus? I don't
0: touch it. Well, see, I don't touch Google. That, that was the other, the other question. I don't the only touch thing, it well, all. See, Here's how, okay, because Chuck actually talked about really interesting stuff. He said using some like Hootsuite and I thought, wow, I would be okay with that, and maybe cultivating a conversation. But wait, 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 because I already I have, have to go buffer. on there
2: and listen to the answers. Though. Well, I
0: have the buffer account, and this is what I do for Lipsin. And sadly, I don't engage at Lipsin very much. Oh, I think I had an idea. Okay, so here's the thing: we have oh, a Google. We, go. we have a Lipsin Google Plus page, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I go there periodically, but not really. But Crystal O'Connor, our beautiful support team staffer who is an incredible voice in the female tech space Mm -hmm. she hosts lips and live with me Mm -hmm. a co-host she's it's like she's at the helm of that podcast she works and does uh you know google hangouts all the time obviously because she runs them and she also is a part of a community of a community i think it's called podcasters oh gosh darn it what is it when you recovery or I don't know, something like that, like support group, podcaster support group. Recovery. I know, I know. I was thinking like I was trying to figure out how it was like. I think that's what it's called. I hope I got the right word. So Crystal is really great with it. And I was wondering if maybe I can just ask her that she could manage a little bit of the She Podcast Google Plus page. And probably that could help. Or, or somebody, you know, somebody who can be maybe a moderator for us and just like... Send us emails or alert us to a conversation that really needs to be moder- moderated, and then mm-hmm. I can just jump in, or you can just jump in, or both of us a week, once a week, or twice a week, or whatever, mm-hmm. to be able to do that. Just because it is out of my workflow, mm-hmm. but in terms of posting, it's fine because Edgar posts. I think Edgar posts to Google Plus, as does Buffer, mm-hmm. um, and I have access to both of those because that's how I manage the and pages through Buffer.
2: My ride's What do you here. think?
0: Your brother will be quiet. <laughs> the cop just. Walked it's a by. very tall.
2: Cop. Police lady woman, cop. lady
0: cop. Yes, very. Right. Oh, no. What if she comes here? She really is on us? the prowl. She lady. is on the prowl. I wonder what Hide she, me. Hide me. <laughs> what if she comes here? We can have, like, the whole conversation on tape. But anyway, I so what do you guys think? You, you, uh, we want a little bit of feedback from you guys yeah. about this whole the, this whole think. situation to
2: see how we can be more inclusive to uh, To people. our male listeners, which isn't to say, you know, listen, I also want you to think about this. If they are male listeners of our show, they already know what we like and don't like, what we expect from our community, that we don't like review exchanges, that we're not into podcasting for dollars, that that. we don't really like the sales pitch or the what, you know what I mean? So just keep that in mind. These are people that listen to our show because they like our show, not just, they're not just trying to get into our community so they can sell us a bunch of crap, Mm -hmm. like in every other podcasting community.
0: But they do might have some opinions that perhaps we're not even thinking about. I don't know. It could be a well... But this is the other thing I thought. How's that possible? There's
2: 200,000 people in there. How many opinions could you No, but I mean. Do we need?
0: And then I thought, we're we're concerned about them being part of the conversation or or overtaking possibly the conversation. What about if we let them in and then they go, oh, my God, these women. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. I know. (laughs) So maybe they're just going to be like not even interested. So there's that aspect of it as well.
2: Another thing you can consider, which I thought of while we were talking to Chuck, is out of the 2,000 women in this group. Probably many of them don't listen to the show, and they just want to be part of a podcasting community so they can p- promote their own crap. Right. They could be doing silently the thing that we don't want the dudes mm-hmm. to do, mm-hmm. and we just don't know or haven't listened because right. you know if you if you have a pair you're in, right? Mm-hmm. And if you have a rack you're in. So we don't really do a test for anybody, right? Is it not fair to test the men? Yes, on their loyalty, because we're not testing the women on theirs,
0: uh, right? And do so really just want?
2: I mean, not every Facebook group is just listeners. If they want to support each other and they don't have time to listen to the show, that's fine. But then it just it's getting gray again because if we don't want just any dude in there to support us, we can have that in the Podcasters Community or Podcasters Tag Talk or Podcast Movement Group or any right. other. I don't want it to just become any other community. I like what we have now. And I if like that it. Means too. I have to ignore the dudes. I'm almost like. Sad, but willing to do it, I guess.
0: Yeah, but I kind of, but I see...
2: I'm devil's advocating.
0: I, yeah. I'm advocating for the devil. So anyway, that that's our problem. So if you guys have any thoughts, I think we've kind of talked this through the ground. But now we have a yeah. different thing to kind of switch into. So Miss Kathy, we're going to listen to her uh, chat here in just one second. She're gonna,
1: she sent us some, some feedback. Hi, Jess. Hi, Elsie. It's Kathy Kelly from the Special Mouse Podcast. You know I've been a Sheep Podcast listener from day one, and I love... This show, Elsie recently shared something on the Facebook group that was incredibly valuable to me right now—an episode of Joanna Penn's Creative Pen podcast, "How to Use Audio and Podcasting Effectively When Promoting Your Book." Now, next week I'm launching a month-long Kickstarter campaign for a book that I'm writing, so naturally I found the discussion uh, to be fascinating, and it got me thinking. Am I using my podcast platform effectively as a way to ensure the success of my crowdfunding? So far, I'm using it as a way to establish myself as an authority by including testimonials from my listeners, and I'm using it in my backer rewards by offering everything from public thank you shoutouts at the lower levels to advertising and promotion opportunities at the higher levels can you two think of any other ways to take advantage of a podcast platform when you are crowdfunding thank you Jess thanks Elsie all right so Kathy the first
0: piece of feedback that I have for you is that you didn't mention the friggin thing. campaign yeah uh, no I have to go look for it because I should have prepped oh you know what I can't even look for it in here you need to look right. on your because phone because it? I don't have wi-fi um, what is her Kickstarter campaign? But anyway, she, her podcast is the Special Mouse Podcast. The Special Mouse Podcast. And she is launching, I believe, a Kickstarter campaign for a book that she wants to write. Which, and this is all coming from my head. An ebook, though, right? An ebook. Uh, I don't know yet. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm ta- a book, something that you read. So, um, about focusing on, is it special? And that's why I don't want to get deeper. But somebody that has special needs, I don't know if it's autistic uh, children specifically. but okay, uh, some it is. Oh, my God. This is so sad. I think we should have prepped this a little bit easier. But that's what tequila and pina coladas without a mereto do for you, which I can't even pronounce. So The
2: project is to help publish my oncoming book, Walt Disney World with Autism, A Special uh, Needs Guide. A okay. A book which, by the way, I'm really surprised hasn't been written by anyone yet, considering there's so many families with autism. Yeah? Yeah. Dude. Kathy, yeah. you rock it. It money to deliver and produce the podcast. The Kickstarter will cover her. And probably the book uh, expenses.
0: Okay, so we just needed to get that out there. So, you mm. guys, it, it's just already, like, makes your heart pitter-patter. And this is something that is close to your heart. You need to go donate to this campaign or support this campaign. And we'll have a link in the show notes. But her, her whole question was, like, how to promote this. Like, how to get the word out. How to... You know, empower, or not empower, but actually you you utilize your existing community to push a Kickstarter campaign. I mean, how do you do that? How do you know you're ready for a Kickstarter campaign? How do you have the backing to do
2: it? How do you sell it? Jess?
0: The ball is on your court.
2: (laughs) Um, I mean, not to be Captain Obvious, but the first thing would be mention it on the show. You right. You have okay. We haven't listened. A,
0: I haven't listened to her latest. I'm sure she has. I'm sure I hope she, she has, has.
2: But I'm assuming. I'm sure let's she' Let's assume has. not. Okay. But and that's you know, yeah. Mention it at the end of every show. Please visit my Kickstarter. Please help families with autism, and not just visit my Kickstarter, okay? You cannot make it about you, yep. Kathleen Kelly. Not that you would, because you're a nurse and you're very giving. But, <laughs> but but anytime you have any charitable project, anything you want people to donate to, you really have to make it about the cause and not that you're promoting it. So it really has to be communicated in a way, please help families with autism you know, get this resource guide. Please help me create this for other people. Not please donate to my Kickstarter right. because 800 people have asked them that day already on right. Facebook to donate to their fish f- a Kickstarter. Yes. Right. Yeah, totally. There's a little Yiddish for you. Yeah. So, um, so that's number one is mention it, but do it in a way that's appealing and not like help me, me, me. Right. Right. Absolutely. And then, um, I'm a huge advocate of the Facebook ad. I think, um, if you could target families with autism, right. Um, and do like a, you know, Hey, try, you know, um, support this project, helping you go to Disney World with your family. Click here to learn more, that kind of thing. Yes. And then put a Facebook pixel on the site so you can see how many conversions you've gotten. And that's a whole thing about Facebook ads and how to make them successful and optimized for success and clicks and that kind of thing. Um, Wait,
0: before we go into the
2: next thing, my personal
0: choice, but. Is Kel Pell- uh, Claire Pelletro's stuff? Yeah, like i she's good at that. I've she's very good at what very. she does there. She's got a lot of training, free training people on her website, mm-hmm. ClairePels.com. You'll have a link in the show notes. And I have personally worked with her, her for Facebook ads, and she really knows her stuff. I've yeah. worked one-on-one with her, and I have worked um, also with just plain old. I took her course. Her it's like a little. I guess study when you can. What is it study when you can't think? What? What's where you Nothing, have your face? No, okay. Sorry. Um but, but anyway, she has a course that you can purchase as well. So I do know that she knows her stuff, but you know all the stuff that she teaches is free on her website. You just have to read her course. You just have to read her stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, as my ex-husband says if it's free, it's for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. So I there's that, ex. but anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so she's really, very smart. Yes. and I so think that's we're going to have her on her show very, very soon
0: because okay. she really wants to do uh, how okay. to optimize podcasting stuff. But
2: anyway, so yeah, so the Facebook ad, and then um, I think you know, and I and I know a few, but read you know, look in your your podcasting section for other podcasts that speak to autistic families or autistic people or who are about autism, and you have two choices: you can either pitch to be on the show. Or you can you can offer them a little sponsorship. Make a little ad. Oh my God, that's it so brilliant many, dude. On as many podcasts as you can because if they have 10 listeners or a hundred, it's still gonna help you fund your project. Yeah, baby. Right? So make a 30 second spot. contact them. How much would it be to put a 30 second spot for the next whatever? however long your kids to do the next two months, one month, whatever. Yep. Or if they're not, if they don't take sponsors, I'd love to be on your show. You know, first, I mean, which is more important, Alice? Like, should they ask to be a guest or ask for the sponsorship first? Because, whatever, you know, the, one should be the oh. ask and the other should be the consolation prize, right? Like, I'd like to be on your show, but if you say no, can I at least pay you for an ad? Oh. Maybe that's how it should be. I think
0: it could be a, con- well, I I don't know.
2: I could do or it both. the other way. Or both. Or both, but I... I- I
0: think a communicate a, a conversation, but if, if it's a target, if it's a targeted podcast. But see, here's the other thing. Here's mm-hmm. the other thing that I found to be the most helpful for you, Miss Kathy. And I believe that this is something that, this is n- number one. You're like an amazing human being. What you're doing, we are already talking about you right now because you're mm-hmm. awesome. Right. So, if you can hook up with people who already support you that already love you, that are in the podcast community, just ask them Mm -hmm. to share your campaign. I think that even though you did that for us, we're doing it in a way that is both helping you and also helping our community because I do know that the podcast, okay, there's a a specific uh, example for this. I think in Mac Power users, I saw, I heard, not I saw, the, the woman, uh, she used to work for Smile Software. Mm-hmm. And she started a very small project that she wanted that was like, I think, coding for girls. Like mm-hmm. a teenage mm-hmm. coding mm-hmm. kind of course thing. Yeah. And her idea was so amazing that it was just to, to have girls uh, create apps mm-hmm. to learn to code. And I don't know the, the name of that. I'm going to put that in the show notes as well. And what happened is she was interviewed Just on Smile, Smile Software. And then she went off on her passion project in the Mac... It, it, on the Mac Power Users podcast, okay. and the Mac Power, you know, the Mac uh, community is so dense and so rich. Like Chuck Joyner and all that stuff. Right. He's part of that, and they all kind of talked about this project that she had at Smile, because everybody loves Text Expander, and every, everybody loves all those new PDF Pen Pro and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so they all kind of wanted to support her on this, like coding for girls, because how amazing is that, right? Isn't that? Well, yeah, that make yeah. you happy. There's just like
2: in Philly. There's a there's a, uh, a charity in Philly called tech girls and it basically encourages women yeah. to join into tech and so you kind of want history. to do that
0: and so what happens yeah. is people came out in droves to want to support this project and then like what do i what can i do to help mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they had all this money mm-hmm. then to be to make this it was pod, it was i think it was a camp it mm-hmm. was a camp thing mm-hmm. so it was like a, and, and so it was really just incredibly funded by the basically the mac community Okay. because they were so pro, so pro of that. Mm-hmm. And I just think like if she has if Kathy has people that really support her like like that and just kind of mention the way that we were so passionate about her work mm-hmm. that people will go like, "Oh, I want to support that campaign." And it com- they people come out of the woodwork to do that. Mm-hmm. I think if there's conversation about it and you do a very specific outreach to people who have a platform yes. that
2: can inspire
0: conversation that really digs deep into them as opposed to just like being strategic meaning like oh if so-and-so talks to me but somebody who really respects your work and also maybe has an autistic child or maybe have been and somehow like i think of kim trumbo with generosity philosophy i think somebody who's like that an amazing human being who just is like Mm -hmm. such like a cheerleader for everything and is, is is such a social advocate for Stop Stop like that is good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How no, serious and, and generous? Yeah. <laughs> Why not advocate to that to people who are naturally aligning with mm-hmm. supporting people who need more of a voice? Yeah. To just say like, hey, here I am. Like that would you would be a great guest on uh on generosity yeah, yeah. philosophy. Sorry, Kim. Sorry, Kim.
2: <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe she area. already
0: had her on her show, you never know.
2: But that's so. a really good idea. Very strategic and smart. It might take a little more But at the same
0: time though it's thinking, really but- it's really connected though mm-hmm. you know and, and and yeah maybe to have something like that resonates with that and people say like I want to help you instead of saying like thanks you just like thank you this is what you can do and have like a right. really strategic plan of how they can help you because people are going to say that if somebody you know put these tweets out have like a little um I don't know about packet, maybe mm-hmm. a social media packet, mm-hmm. uh, audio promos for it, like something that you can automatically give somebody. So it makes them easy for them to do it for you. Mm-hmm. Because I know that that's the hardest thing for me. If I want to help somebody, it's like, what do I do? Do I sh- like, what's the most important thing you want me to do right now? Do you want me to share your link? Yeah. Do you want people to action donate item. money? Specific do you action items. Yeah, and so, like, to have just, like, three things. You can do this, this, and this. And here's all the corresponding stuff so you have a little packet that people can take, pick and choose what they want. And if they want to do something special for you, good for you. Good for them, but, you know, not I don't consistent. know if you just
2: said this, but send an email with those three action items right. like to people like me and Elsie. Like, because I have a friend um, yeah, who true. interviewed me a year or so ago because I'm a Jew with a tattoo, of all things. <laughs> and, um... Oh.
0: So that's where the recording uh, dropped off. <laughs> so, how about that, uh, Miss uh, Jess? What were you talking about? I drew with a tattoo that you did an interview about a year ago. I can't remember.
1: What?
2: Well, what's sad is that and I think we said there that I was drinking yes. a, a pina colada and Elsie had a tequila a, a Yes, we, we, street and I had taken her amaretto yes, uh, yes. and poured it into my pina colada <laughs> And I don't remember why I was saying that story, but I will finish what I, I mean, I'll finish the general idea, which was that, um, Jews aren't necessarily supposed to have tattoos. And like my friend Galit, who actually was, is on my show this week. Um, she, uh, interviewed me because i'm a jew with a tattoo and there aren't that many of those and so um because in our religion you're not supposed to desecrate the body there's a couple of different reasons a you're not supposed to desecrate the body but that's ship is sailed because I, my ears are up here first. and then um <laughs> b i think because of the holocaust there's like not a new it's not you can't modify the torah or whatever but like most jewish people who are Older don't want you to get a tattoo because we were tattooed in in, uh, in Germany with numbers and stuff. So right. older people are offended if Jewish youngsters get tattoos. But I happen to get a tattoo of a chai, which is a Hebrew letter meaning life. Um, it's also the number 18. And so um, so if you ever get a gift from a Jew and it's like a derivative of 18, that's why. Because it makes life. So when you give gifts, it's like $18 or $36 or $180 because it means... You're wishing them a long life. Talk about a tangent. Anyway, oh my so, god! Well, I, I learned so much. I learned so I much. That was. I don't right? think you told
0: it. You did not say this when we were together, or or if you I don't did. Know
2: why I was telling this story, which is why I'm rambling endlessly. So, well, I
0: well, think it had something to do about sending an email of those action turn items that you were gonna, you know, because Kathy and her Kickstarter magazine, Kickstarter magazine. <laughs> Her Kickstarter campaign. Um and Oh yes. Okay. I remember now. Oh my god. Okay, great. Oh
2: my god. Let <laughs> me just finish the story though. Okay. Um, so I got the just so I got the tattoo with the high. Yeah. And my mother I had to fake my mother out, and I told her it was fake for like the longest time. until after a month, she was like, Okay, obviously it's not fading. I know it's real. And I said, Yeah, but I got a Hebrew letter because it means so much to me. And she goes, That's the ultimate insult. Oh. Okay, now I remember. Thank you because of the email with the action items. Okay, so Galit, who did that interview with me, thank you, Elsie, you by welcome. the way. Okay, <laughs> she did that interview with me a year ago, and um, okay, and so it's in the email. She goes, do you have, do you have an email address? I want to send you something I'm so excited about. And I said, okay, great. So <clears throat> the email says, um, big news, huge, and in equal parts, excited and nervy, I need you. This is what we were trying to explain to Kathleen. okay, so the email in a nutshell says, "I have news I've been working my tosh off this year writing a book about social media and children and helping children navigate social media. It's called "Kindness Wins because she was cyberbullied. Uh, another person who was cyberbullied. so she goes, so here's what the email says basically, and it's, and it's highlighted in different colors. If you have a minute, I would love for you to be a part of the Thunderclap campaign." Um, it would mean so much if you could just add it to your want to read Goodreads list, or if you have a couple minutes, it would be awesome if you could recommend my book to your friends via Facebook. If you have a little longer, it would be so awesome if you would like take a look at a book preview or maybe review my book on Amazon. And if you have a little longer than that, (laughs) what if you could write a blog post about me and my book? And and that would be so cool. Well, meanwhile, I don't want to do any of those things right. because all of that takes too long for me. So I was like, Galit, I don't have, you know, it's so funny because I'm like, no, I don't have a minute to do a book review. But Why don't you come on my show for an hour and a half, right? So, but I was like, <laughs> but I was Uh-oh. like, um, so so instead I wrote her back and I was just like, um, why don't you come on my show and we'll talk about your book and why you wrote it and stuff like that. Because I did want to help her. But I didn't want to do a Goodreads list, you know what I mean? Like, but she, but the point is, she gave me an email with like um, phased suggestions. If you have a second, can you help me with this? If you have, if you feel strongly, do this, 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 and this. That's what you're right. Thank you for reminding me. That's why we were talking about this because she did it. I thought she did it perfectly, and it opened up the. It, Opened, you know, if I if I didn't have my own show, I probably would have picked one of those things, however small, to help her. And I thought it was great that she gave suggestions. It just so happens that I did have a show, and I invited her on and said, "And it was actually a really good episode, one of my favorite ones." She's so smart, but um, so that's why we're. I was telling Kathleen, send an email like that to help your Kickstarter. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what the point was, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. That exactly.
0: No, that was it. You know what? It's so funny that I don't think I heard you say the answer.
2: Probably you probably were knee deep in your tequila.
0: (laughs) So thank you. That was really awesome and it's probably better that we lost that part of the recording but then yeah. but then after after we stopped talking about the kathleen thing and then we moved on to some nmx feedback because we were in there and so we went off a little bit about that for the rest and i think that maybe it's a really good time for us to now now that we're we've we're kind of removed from it right we came back a, about a week ago kind mm-hmm. of for us um so what do you say what, what do you think so let's let's concentrate on some of the good stuff like what was like the best thing ever about nmx <laughs>
2: um for me it was the um it was seeing my friends and doing the women's meetup the podcasting meetup even though I would have liked to have sp- spoken with all of you a little longer or more um you were
0: like I took a picture of you and it was so funny because all right so I was
2: all lonely at the front
0: door I know you were because yeah the meetup was amazing it was I mean amazing because it so was fun it was um compact, it was intimate, it was mm-hmm. it was lovely. People were chatting. And you could tell that people were really having a good time with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh and thank you to Schedule Max and Natalie Ectol
2: for buying everyone
0: a drink. Oh that my was God, so yeah. nice. That was super nice and absolutely a sponsor. They're a great sponsor. Absolutely. And um so we love to see that. They were really supportive of us there. And but I did take. I took pictures, uh, which I've not posted, and uh, I took a picture of you. And I was, and I looked at that picture. and I'm like, "Why did I take a picture of this empty space?" And I go, "Oh, it's because it's Jessica." Oh no, wait! Standing at it's the front a, it's, it's door. It's Jessica. It's Jessica. Okay. Sorry, it's by herself. She's all yeah. the way at the front, and I didn't even see her. So, I, oh my god, I don't even understand. Okay.
2: Um, but that was my. I, I would say that was my favorite part. You know, I have to say something about events, just in general and that was like when i when i came to this event i was sort of salty about the fact that like we were um met up with nab i was salt when i got there i was salty about the fact that the hotel was having so much work done on it and it was kind of inconvenient cuz they were drilling in the morning i was just salty about a couple of things and i may not have joined in as much with things as i did the previous year and i came home feeling like maybe i wouldn't go again and then i saw someone else's feed somebody that i um that just joined the group like a couple of days ago her name is carol Sanek, and she's she has a show something about crazy marketing lady she's like the crazy marketing lady or something like that and like she posted pictures of herself with like pat flynn and krista and all these and she's like having such a good time and and like posting herself with um at booths and learning things and what a great time she had and i thought you know It's all about attitude because I I felt like when I saw her feed, she really made the most of the experience regardless of what was going on. Whereas like I let a lot of crap get into my head about it. And I may not have made the most of it the way I think I should have now or would have liked to. Yeah. I, I I sort of like, I I, sometimes I get my, the introvert part of me takes over and not a nice way. I didn't want that to happen this time, but I let it happen this time. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for me to say like, So much was great about NMX because compared to last year, I felt like the show um, was so much more intimate the year before and we were isolated. And I I felt like I could find everyone I wanted to see so much more easily than I could this year. Because this year I felt like I was walking around in a sea of strangers because it was part of the NAB. They didn't know what the NMX was. I couldn't ask anyone for help or directions. Like running into somebody I knew was almost like a miracle. Because it was so big, and I think it intimidated me, and I wish that it hadn't because it made me end up going to less sessions and less meetups and less parties and less things, and I feel sad about that now. However, on the plus side, because of that, I got to spend really good quality time with you, Elsie, really good quality time with Natalie, and my roommates Maggie and Alea. And um, and I spoke with Maggie and Alea, and that was super fun. And the people that I did get to see and meet, I was so thrilled to see and meet. And I had a really good time with the people that I did talk to. So that was positive for me. I just almost wish that, I don't know. Like my other personality had come out a little more. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I I, I totally agree. I, I mean, I had a completely different experience, than yeah, you just simply because. Booth the whole time. Yeah, I was at the booth the whole time.
2: Which so people come up to you, and you get to see a million people. Yes,
0: I I did get to see yeah. a, a million people, and it was really interesting because we had five people over at the Lipson booth. So that's what I was I was there great. with Lipson, and They're we thought so nice. like, I know it was so great to have all five of us there, and. And, and initially I thought, oh gosh, that's going to give us so much spare time. And yeah. we were not, uh, ha- we did not have spare time. The booth was bit full most of the time we were there, which was kind of amazing. And I, actually, I lost my voice. <laughs> Because I had to
2: go there and stand in line to talk to you. That I was new. Thing. it
0: was crazy because people kept coming up, and it, it was fantastic. It's just that you have to talk a lot, right? You, I mean, that's what it's about. And it was very challenging for me, especially when you were just get, when you were just getting there. And mm-hmm. I had to even, you know, I, I communicate with you, and I had to communicate with with Randy and house stuff, and mm-hmm. just regular emails. And I could barely look at my phone to check the text, mm-hmm. like reading like a two line, two sentence text or, or, you know, message from Facebook was just too much because there was so many people in my face, (laughs) but it it was awesome, but it was really, really challenging. And so eating was a little bit of a challenge for me. I had a really good time because I did get a chance to meet a lot of people. Like you said, people do tend to come to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, but I didn't realize, I I had no idea that there were other, like that there was a South hall and there was another hall that was really big. Like I had no idea.
2: That's a shame because you missed the NAB. I the last day I was there, I just was determined to wander around and find some action. So I probably walked four miles just walking around all the different booths and stuff, yeah. trying to find something exciting. And the one exciting thing I did find was the that, that was the um, store, the NAB store. Uh-huh. So cool! I found all these great broadcasting and podcasting T shirts. Oh god, they were selling microphones and hats that say director it makes and me producer. Sad. Why? It was tell so me. cool. I know. Well, you had already gone. By the time I did that, you left. You oh. left that morning and I didn't leave till midnight. It was actually after I saw you and I was like, bye Elsie, have a good flight. That's when I found it. Oh my gosh. Don't you remember? Cause I sent you a text. You did with, send me a text. I, yeah. I sent her a text with the hall that said professional audio equipment. And I was like, I'm going to geek out now, but I'll tell you what, I walked in there and turned around and walked out because unless you're, um, you know, clear channel. That stuff's not interesting. Like it was holes and rows of huge pieces of equipment, giant mixers, <laughs> overhead, microphone like nothing that we could ever buy or right. even carry. Right. Much less put in our much less put in our Little home studios, like it wasn't like it was. I was kind of hoping, like, oh, I'll see like a little microphone with like a porta booth. Yeah, then I'll yeah. be able to, you know, I was hoping for like little tchotchkes to buy to make my sound booth a little better here, which right. doesn't exist at the moment. No, no, right. no, 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 It was for people who had like <laughs> huge sound studios, and so I didn't really get to geek out the way that I'd like. So, okay, that way I feel like that I do feel like a little bit like until I know more of what I'm doing, the NAB show is not. That particularly wasn't relevant to me. But Rosemary Nicol, if you listen, she did mostly – she told me she did mostly NAB stuff and not really much NMX stuff. And I just thought – what the hell is relevant for us in there? Like it's all super, super, super pro stuff.
0: I think she. I think what she was talking about is that she went to a. She snuck in on session or something. Yeah, she it, went to their session. Yeah, 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 which she she learned a lot from because it was for. I guess there was so one like about a documentary. Yeah, I remember. Oh, she said that, yeah, telling a story in a documentary and all that stuff, and she learned a lot in there. I feel that what was challenging is that even when I did have time. Where would I go? Like, there were the basics first to find. Store. Like, th- no, no, now, no. What I'm know. saying is they were really the basics. Like, the bathroom? Where's the bathroom? And then finding the bathroom oh, was like the one thing. So and then, away. where's the food? Oh, here. The food is here. So you, you w- there were still like little areas like that where I didn't quite know where the basics were. And so I had yeah. to take care of like just basic needs before yeah. I could really even expand my idea. And I, you know, I really wanted to go to blue microphones and show them my, my card because I have a card. My, my personal card has me kissing a blue microphone on it and it looks like yeah, a really yeah. cute picture. And I was yeah. going to pitch us as a sponsor. I really just oh, wanted to take dang. that and just go. And I'm like, you okay, told me I would have done that. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to blue microphones And then Rob was like, okay, I'll find it for you. And he's like, I can't find it. And then I couldn't find it. And then we're both sitting at the computer wasting time finding blue microphones and we can't find them. And I thought- I never saw it either. That is so, well, they are, I mean, I don't even know if they were, that's the whole point is, were they there? (laughs) Too big. I don't know. It's too big. And so there were, and there were a key, key people that I wanted to meet that were there that I did not get a chance to do, to Mm -hmm. meet, which was tough. So-
2: Yeah, that part's tough. And like, I mean, my dad, my dad told me he used to go for a long time, 3,000 spot, 3,000, uh, vendors. Wow. That's insane.
0: Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of stuff there. And so I think if you want to go to, and I believe it's going to be mixed next year as well part of it yes. that it needs to be before you go to NMX you really do need to kind of study up you really do need to do that because for the, all the other places that I've gone to like the NMXs in the past and um, the other conferences that I've been to I haven't really studied up anything it's something like you just show up and you just sort of yeah, go you hey what's next that
2: for a podcast movement at right. all
0: you kind of look at the stuff and you go hey I'll just go to these sessions this seems neat like the sessions are but everything is relatively close and you can kind of find with no pre-thought. And even Mm -hmm. if you do get, like, for whatever reason, somebody calls your name and you miss a session, you meet people on the way there. Whereas with this, it seems like you have to be very deliberate. I'm going to go to these things. And if you don't book to your session, you're probably going to miss it. Because Mm -hmm. more likely than not, if you're not familiar with it, you might get lost. (laughs) So you just have to be standing room only. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It was tough. You just have to be a little
0: bit more deliberate about it. So, and, and sadly I cannot comment about the sessions themselves because I only extended yours, you know, the one that you, but it was fantastic. It was fantastic. It It was very informative and no, and it it had a lot. and, And what, some of the comments that I saw is that it was really down to earth and it was so nice to hear people just taking the, you know, just saying it, just, talking normal to people about advice yeah. instead of trying to pitch something or sell something, which it seems like, I don't, but you know what? I don't, I can't, a lot. Yeah, it happens yeah. a lot, but I can't really make a generalization again, because I did not go to any other session. So I don't really know what the feel was like,
2: but was very good as well. If you guys miss Elsie's, it was a lot of like, um, ways of stretching and standing and breathing so that your voice sounds better. Which was so informative and good, I loved it
0: and I scared people, so, but it was you know it was No, a you like, didn't it was
2: it, <laughs> people stayed, which I was like I did turn around and look to see if people were leaving and they didn't so I, I was impressed by that
0: but I know I <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I know. I gave them plenty of opportunities to leave. You did. But, You're there, like- you know, but I think what was tough is that a lot of the sessions didn't have descriptions. And that's the mm-hmm. complaint that I heard a lot, that people can't really go off the, somebody's title because you don't really know what it's about. and And there were some people that missed sessions that they wanted to attend because they didn't really know what the session was about because there was no description. And so I did my best to at least from my social media as I pushed it out to make sure that you, people were at least prepared for what my session was like, because the title of my session, I didn't really pick. It's not the title that I pitched. And so it was completely different. Um, and and that was really hard for me to, but then at the same time you kind of deal, you know, if you that's the, the, the hand that you were dealt. So fix it. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I did. I tried my best to make sure that people understood what it was from my perspective. And I feel that a lot of people came, you know? um, yeah.
2: Yeah, she didn't surprised. leave was the point. She was yeah. like, "It's not about tech and microphones." <laughs> she basically was like, "Leave now!" Yes, if you I don't want to hear about the, you know. And people stayed, so I was like, "Well, all right." <laughs>
0: well, all right.
2: Yeah. you're Elsie. So that
0: was, you know, that was really, really, Great. that was really fantastic. And so I don't know. And so here, this is the question that we keep, or I keep seeing in the group and in the group, sir, because it's not just in our group where it says the. The, the group, the, the, um So what's the difference between, you know, New Media Expo and Podcast Movement and why should you attend? Are you asking me? I am asking you.
1: Um, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I know, the dead air, sorry. <laughs> um,
2: okay, so... See, this is so hard because if it was based on this year, I don't know if I can give a good answer. Yeah. Okay, so um, I have both. Actually, I I happen to have both the um, sites pulled up right now, and I can say NMX is meant for bloggers, podcasters, web video creators, and just general content marketers. So, like viral videos and blogging and email, etc. So, um, th- those are like, not necessarily the four tracks, although it might be, they may be the four tracks, but on their site, they, they do, the event is for the general content creator. And so therefore they have speakers from people who are, you know, teaching you how to edit, teaching you how to blog better, how to make money blogging, how to make money, content marketing, how to make money with your YouTube. I went to a, um. And this is the other thing, what Elsie was saying about, you know, I did a women in new media panel. I went to it and it was, they were all YouTubers and it became less relevant because I was like, oh, there, it's not just new media. It's, it's web video, not new media. And so that was kind of annoying, but yeah, but they were interesting girls and, um, podcast movement is all 100% about podcasting. Lack- Last year, it was just a little bit skewed towards the business. This year, I know they're very, very determined not to have that. So, um, it's 100% podcasters. I felt more, first of all, it's more intimate than, it, than um, New Media Expo, just in general. And I went to both last year as well. And I can say that podcast movement was, it felt more intimate than New Media Expo only because when you're a podcaster in a room full of podcasters, there's just something about it, especially when Cliff Ravenscraft is talking about how he's changed people's lives. Um, I don't know. I I felt teary. It, It like really moved me because I know that everyone in that room, you know, has the potential just by one episode to change someone's life. And you get that immediate feedback or it's something about your voice that's helping people or just whatever. Um, I don't know. It felt I don't know. It was more like a, I want to say like a religion or a cult, but that's not the right way of <laughs> thinking it. That is not
0: the right way. No.
2: But it feels like, um, I don't know. I don't want to be cliche. Like it feels like you're with your people. Cause I never really, um, categorized myself the way you do Elsie on like a podcaster at heart, but it, that way because I felt like I belonged. And at New Media Expo, there's so much of a huge mix of people. I mean, a blogger can mean anything. A web video person can mean anything. Podcasting is podcasting regardless of what your format is. So it felt more intimate that way. Um, and then also the meetup, simply because it's all podcasters, our women's meetup was huge compared to what it was at a at, uh, at an MX this year.
0: Right. And Um, yeah. And I think that that was also due to the fact that the, the women's meetup too is you're right. It was um, it's everything is spread out. There are so many meetups happening at the same time. There was so little time sort of to meet in between things, Mm -hmm. uh, events happening and whatnot. And and you're you you you're right. I, I think if you really love, like the reason that I love New Media Expo is because there are all these other different kinds of content creators. And I do like to learn from the video people and the bloggers and anybody else that's creating any other content that that's like their thing because you can always apply it to what you're doing. It, it's the way that I love to meet all those guys or to reconnect with them or to see those other bits of information that you kind of miss when you're in a specific space. And it's nice to be able to go like, Oh, I really kind of wanted to do a little bit more with my YouTube channel. There's a session on that. Oh, I can just go attend it, right? So that you can learn all those all of those different things in one in one place. Now so I do
2: think that PM will have that this time around, just geared towards a podcast. Right, How which to is use awesome. YouTube exactly. For your podcast. That's right? really which is, great. Which will be, yeah, Super go awesome. ahead, sorry.
0: No, no, no. But that's that, that exactly. And with the podcast movement, it did have the potential to feel like at the beginning with New Media Expo when it first started, when it was podcast and New Media Expo or Portable Media Expo, which is when I started to attend, you know, early, early on, like 2007, 2008, 2009, it had a very intimate feel like that because all of us kind of knew each other. And when we went in there, you immediately felt like, oh my God, it's so and so. Oh my God, it's so and so because even though there were a lot of podcasts, there really weren't that many podcasts they there were It was just such a smaller a much smaller community, and so it felt really nice and I feel that that's exactly how I felt oh my god i'm I'm amongst my people like it was so great that everybody spoke the same language meaning yeah. everybody knew what show notes was, everybody had a call-in number, everybody knew you know like there's like all kinds of things like that that only podcasters really go through. And, uh, so that's why I really love that. And I think podcast movement is going to be moving towards that. And, and that what I love is that you do get an opportunity to, to have all of this insight that can only be applied to your pod or that you can apply to your podcast. Like you don't have to fake it. We don't have to pretend or open up to say like, this is for every, every blogger can apply this information. Every, you know, video person, you can just stick to podcasting. You just yeah. have to think, Yep. <laughs> just think about podcasting. And it's really great to be able to do that. Plus everybody, again, that you mostly would listen to is going to be there, which is kind of neato. And uh, the, I think that the speakers that they've, they're, bringing into our, 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 very diverse with a lot of different types of experience in a variety of different areas of audio, which is really great also. So mm-hmm. that I'm excited about to be able to see because, uh, you see names that you haven't seen in the past and you might even look at a keynote speaker and go like, who's that? And I think that's good, right? It's, I think that's good. It's good that to know that who's that instead of having somebody to go like, oh, him again, <laughs> He's doing another keynote, ooh, <laughs> so there's yeah, something very yeah, nice know. about about that and it and it it's lovely and plus we're doing a whole entire day for our people for she podcasters and we have an opportunity to really go deep into stuff and have like a, a workshop type session that's like from nine to three of working on a variety of different aspects of w- of your podcast, but not necessarily just your podcast, but things that really affect women podcasters or uh, it's sort of like, I don't know, like, like, I don't know how I see it. It's sort of like a spa day <laughs> for <laughs> she podcasters where you get to sort of relax and do things, you know, and get immersed. In something and then come out like a, a really uh, in a profound way after it's over. So you guys will see a link in the show notes. We'll have it for these show notes, which is gonna be
2: awesome. You know, the last thing really is that New Media Expo is really an older event that has um, evolved from something else. It used to be much more like social media marketing world and now it's different. And like podcast movement is brand new. So so they're still trying things out taking in our feedback figuring out what works and, and in that way it's kind of exciting to be a part of like the first couple I don't know that if that means anything to whoever's listening and yeah, the that's, difference like to me being on the ground floor of this type of event is super fun yeah for, whatever, yep. for whatever reason yeah. you're
0: totally right about that because and actually at new media Expo I believe, Gosh, I forgot because I, I listened to Dave Jackson's uh, podcast episode about New Media Expo and he did share I'm not sure if it's a page or if it's an email. I believe it's a page um, where you do you can give people you can give feedback. And that's what they're, they're actually really looking for that because uh, there were a, a lot of things that happened through this merging of NA, NAB and NMX, that were not optimal, so um, they didn't really have an entire year to plan for NMX being part of NAB because the the sort of like the go ahead happened sometime in the middle of the year, and so this time, since it's going to happen next year, they'll will have the opportunity to plan for a year to be able to follow through. So if there were set, if any of you guys listening did attend NMX. I will go ahead and put a link in the show notes here for where you can go, um, leave feedback about the sessions that you attended or things that kind of, um, worked really well for you or things that you feel could have been better so that they can really start to address it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so that's a really good thing to do. So, uh, well, good. So now I just kind of want to do a really quick shout out because I feel now we've covered it all. We have a really nice hefty episode for y'all. <laughs> um but Needy. i wouldn't need me ne, um we have a quick shout out to sarah koenig because Serial won a peabody award how amazing is Ta-da. that Ta-da. so this is the first time that a podcast has ever gotten a Peab- uh a peabody award and just as like as a quick thing it's like um this really recognizes distinguished and meritorious public service by american radio and television stations networks online media producing organizations and individuals, which is really great. And so kudos to her. Um, awesome, awesome, awesome. And another really thankful shout out to one of our show, uh, she podcasters, Andrea, Andrea, I know if you're listening, thank you so much. She found my rings in the bathroom. (laughs) Remember when I lost my rings in the bathroom? for gosh. Oh, sake. holy cow. Yeah, so like yeah, I went, yeah. you know, I don't really wear yeah. rings here up in the mountains. So then I went to the bathroom and I took off my beautiful rings and I, you know, le- left them on the counter and I left. In Vegas, I left my rings on the counter in the bathroom, which is no good. So she um Oops. very thankfully grabbed them and gave them to the NMX people and then she found me and she told me about it. So thank you Andrea, you are a godsend and I love you very much mm-hmm. for that forever and ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, yay. That's it, right? That's it. That's Thank it, you guys yo, yo. so much for listening. Yes, if you have any feedback, please send it over to feedback at shepodcast.com and uh, you will hear. And, in, and if you are interested in the Podcasting School for Women, it is coming up very, very soon. Podcastingschoolforwomen.com. Boom. Yay. Yay. All right, yo. See you next time.
2: See ya Bye. Remember, if you want to do podcasting your way, do it upright and head on over to podcastingschoolforwomen.com. Changing the world, one episode at a time.